You will be rich and miserable, and you can be poor and quite happy with Jesus by your side. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sport product lines sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights, relied on by emergency professionals across America. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org. Now it's time to buckle your seatbelt and get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. Okay, someone once said this. Well, I've been rich and I've been poor, and believe me, rich is better. Has anybody ever heard that line before? Well, you have to admit that it's our human nature to agree with that statement. Most of us strive or wish openly that we were richer. But I think we should examine that just a little closer. Remember when your mother said, be careful what you wish for? Well, that kind of applies here. Because when we pray God's will for our lives, it usually involves including Him helping us be successful at something. But when we're sincere, we have to also be willing to accept whatever position that we're put in, including one that is lacking financially. Why would God ever want me to live in poverty? Well, God doesn't want you to live in poverty. But I can think of several reasons why he would let you be there. I mean, he could want to teach us through hardship to trust and depend on him. He may know that you would struggle spiritually if you're faced with too much prosperity and know you aren't ready for it. And many times he doesn't want us distracted, tempted with materialism or power at some particular time in our life. You see, the Lord wants to bless and grow our whole person as well as financially. But he knows it's not always best for us. It was Jesus who said to his disciples, it's hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. We've heard that a lot. But what we forget is that just a few verses down from that, it said Jesus beheld them. Now beheld, I looked it up. That means he got their attention. He made eye contact. He meant for them to understand what he was saying. He said, with men, this is impossible with with, no, excuse me, he said, with men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. You see, what Jesus was saying is that riches are either a blessing or a curse. And while it can be a tremendous blessing for a faithful Christian, the sad truth is most people can't handle prosperity and keep Christ the center of their life. So I hope the young men especially are listening to me this morning. 
And I've spoken to many young men. And I sense only too well the smell of ambition. Because I was once just like them. Driven to succeed. Determined to be young and rich. But the lessons learned on that track were, br- were brutal. And it blinded me and it distanced me, distanced me from the fellowship that I should have had with the Lord. What I learned during that time is this. That making money is not the purpose of our life. But it can get in the way of it. And our financial condition, rich or poor, should have nothing to do with our happiness and contentment in the Lord. You will be rich and miserable. And you can be poor and quite happy with Jesus by your side. I don't know if Jesus ever spoke a more powerful truth that targets this particular generation than when he said, For what will profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Forward. I want to say again, God wants to bless us. And he wants for us to prosper. But much more than that, he wants us to grasp the internal view of things. He wants us to recognize that our life here is but a speck in time. And if we truly want the formula for success, you'll find it again in the words of Christ. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. You probably have heard the story of the Good Samaritan in the Bible. Coming up next, hear how the Lord sometimes puts people in your path who need your help, but these encounters also bring a special blessing into your life. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Attention small business owners, if you operate a retail business and are looking for great selling products with high margins, consider becoming a Nebo dealer and sell premium high demand flashlights that consumers love. Nebo is the leading brand for independent retailers everywhere. And here's why. Nebo partners with retailers to maximize valuable counter space, a constant stream of new innovative lights, incredible impulse displays, and an industry only buyback guarantee, which means Nebo will buy back your inventory in the unlikely event it doesn't sell. So if you want a retail business of any type, we invite you to become a Nebo dealer. Start turning profits like never before. See for yourself. Let us send you a free no-obligation sample of a great Nebo light. That's right, get a free Nebo light and a Nebo catalog. To get your free flashlight and catalog, go to NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197 or NeboDealer.com. And now, back to On the Bright Side, as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. But first, I want to tell you about Archie and Frank. Archie and Frank were best friends, but they had a standing disagreement. Archie believed that Jesus was white, and Frank insisted Jesus was black. For years, they argued about it, and as fate would have it, they both died on the same day and found themselves at the pearly gates. They couldn't wait to have the issue settled, so they ran up to St. Peter. We've got to know, is Jesus white or is he black? Peter says, well, here he comes. Why don't you ask him yourself? And there was Jesus who walked right up to greet them by saying, Buenos dias. (laughs) 
And believe it or not, that joke goes over real, real well in Mexico. Okay, well, we all know the story of the Good Samaritan. But while reading it this week, I discovered that Jesus revealed the parable as a result of a young lawyer asking him the question, Lord, what must I do to, to inherit eternal life? So based on that, I determined that this parable deserved a closer examination. And I found it's interesting that the parable reveals three distinct and different attitudes that motivate people today just as easy as it did then. As it did, did then. The first attitude is that of the robbers, and that is, what's yours is mine. When the man traveling fell into the hands of robbers who beat him and left him helpless beside the road, there are people in the world today who are resentful of what others have, and they'll cross the line of decency to get it. And we know this. The second attitude is, what's mine is mine. When the priest and the Levite saw that the man was hurt, they crossed to the other side and chose to do nothing. They chose to just mind their own business. And this is the most dangerous attitude, because even us Christians can be guilty of being selective to who and when we want to give our resources to come to someone's aid. The third attitude shown in the parable is, what's mine is yours. And here is where the Samaritan comes upon the man and has pity on him. And he treats his wounds and he takes him to safety. And this is the right attitude that Jesus was focused on. Years ago, my brother Glenn and I traveled to Chicago in the dead of winter for a trade show. And one morning during a blizzard, Glenn was pulling the car out of the hotel parking lot when he saw a stranger standing on the corner, obviously cold and unsuccessful in getting a cab. Without thinking much about it, Glenn pulled over and offered the man a ride in the direction he was going. The man was very thankful and also was attending the trade show. So on the ride to the convention center, this man learns of our business, and because of his background, he offers some advice that led to a remarkable improvement to the productivity of our factory that actually doubled our profitability. So while Glenn's act of kindness had no motive other than to help the man, it proves that sometimes the Lord puts people in our path that need our help, but it was also in order to bring about a blessing in our own life. Well, that seems like a random act of kindness, and random act of kindness are good. But the problem with that statement is that kindness really shouldn't be random. Genuine kindness is what we're looking for. And genuine kindness is the attitude that says, what's mine is yours. One of the sobering things about Jesus' parables is that while you get revelation on what it takes to see the kingdom of heaven, you also get insight on what won't get you there. And the attitude of what's yours is mine and what's mine is mine are two attitudes that won't get you there. When Jesus was finished with the parable, he asked the young lawyer, which of the three was a neighbor to the man who fell in the hands of the robbers? And the lawyer said, the one who had mercy on him. Then Jesus said, go and do likewise. The man who lives believing what's mine is yours 
he knows that what belongs to him belongs to God. And everything that belongs to us is meant to be shared. And that's why the parable of the Good Samaritan is more than a story, but a warning of wrong attitudes to avoid and a description of who God wants to spend eternity with. Are you struggling with financial matters in your life? Coming up next, Bobby will share his favorite scriptures that keep him confident and centered on issues regarding finances. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Attention small business owners. If you operate a retail business and are looking for great selling products with high margins, consider becoming a Nebo dealer. Nebo was founded by Christian business owners Bob and Glenn Bollinger and is the leading brand for independent retailers everywhere. Here's why. Nebo partners with retailers to maximize valuable counter space, a constant stream of new innovative lights, incredible impulse displays, and an industry-only buyback guarantee, which means Nebo will buy back your inventory in the unlikely event it doesn't sell. So if you own a retail business of any type, become a Nebo dealer and start turning profits like never before. Receive a free no-obligation sample of a great Nebo light and see for yourself. That's right, get a free Nebo light and a Nebo catalog. To get your free flashlight and catalog, go to NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197. That's NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. Uh, I couldn't help it. I, I thought this was, this was funny and I had to share it. At least I know half of you will think it's funny. Okay, here goes. God created the earth. Then he rested. Then God created man. Then he rested. Then God created woman. Since then, no one has rested. (laughs) Oh, come on. I want to encourage you in your finances today because if you've been having money troubles lately, I want you to know that there's hope for your situation and more important, there is help for you today through the wisdom and power of God's Word. Now, how many know there is power in the Word of God? Did you know that when Jesus was challenged and tempted by Satan, that Jesus used three words every time to put the devil in his place? Do you remember what those words were? It is written. And you see, once it's written, that's it. So there's truth and there's power in the Word, and the Word shares with us truth and power in regard to our finances. And you know, I've, I've been up here talking about money and finances and giving for years. At some point, I know I've shared pretty much everything that I know about it, but I can tell you that when I am struggling with anything, and especially money issues, which, which I can tell you arise often, I've learned there's no better place to turn than to the Word of God. So today, today, please let me share with you my favorite verses of Scripture that keeps me centered and gives me some perspective on all the issues that I have with money. And the first one I want to share is a promise. 
Corey Tenboom, she gets the credit for saying this let God's promises shine on your problems. In Philippians chapter 4, the Apostle Paul is so thankful for all the support and generosity that he's received from the Philippians that he says this And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. You see, whatever we go through with money, God will meet our needs. And notice he didn't say he might meet our needs or that he would meet some of our needs. He said God will meet all of our needs. Praise the Lord. Now that's a promise that we can hold on to. The next scripture I want to share that has meant so much to me is a simple instruction. It's Malachi 3.10, and you've heard me say it here many times. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven. And see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing. You will not be able, or you will not have room enough for it. Now, to me, this is one of the most remarkable scriptures in the Bible. It not only tells us what we should do, but it tells us what will happen if we do. It's an instruction with a promise. It's like an email with an attachment. The Lord is actually daring us to test him and watch him work miracles in our financial lives. And can I tell you something? I've tested this scripture in my own life. And I have found this, his word to be absolutely true. And I don't have enough time to tell you all the amazing ways that he has proved it to me. Including this week. And the truth is, if I did tell you, I'm not so sure you could believe me. The next scripture is important because it's a warning. It comes from 1 Timothy 6.10, and it says, For the love of money is a root of all evil. Now, first of all, many people misquote or misunderstand this passage. It doesn't say that money is evil. It says the love of money is evil. But why is this warning so critical? Because money has the potential to become too important in our lives. Having plenty of money can cause all kinds of problems, temptations, obsessions. Not having enough money can elevate its importance, cause us to obsess or compromise on how to get more of it. So we can't forget that we're supposed to acquire money, we're supposed to use it, we're supposed to be stewards of it, but we can never fall in love with it. I like this saying, it goes like this, a wise man should have money in his head but not in his heart. That's a good one. You can keep that. Now, you might ask, how do I know if I love money or not? Well, the answer is usually found when confronted with the prospect of giving some of your money away. And I'll let you think about that one for a minute. Okay, my last scripture for you that means so much to me is a truth. An eternal truth. 2 Corinthians 9 and 6. 
Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows generously will also reap generously. So simple a concept. It sounds like it comes from Proverbs, doesn't it? But this one comes from the Apostle Paul also. And he's telling us that we are the ones who are in control of our generosity. And that there is an equal reaction to our actions. So let me ask you, is this another test for us, like in Malachi 3, where we can test the wisdom of the Word? Well, again, I'd like to submit to you that based on my own life experience, the answer is yes. It absolutely is. And it also reveals the truth of another old saying that was birthed somewhere back in our earlier church. Most of you will know it. You never think too much about it. But it's a good one. It's the one that says you can't outgive God. Are you struggling with financial matters in your life? I believe the answer you're looking for is found in the Word of God. But the most important thing is we have to go beyond just accepting God's Word as truth and begin standing on those truths and living in confidence that His Word and His promises are meant to be exercised, meant to be activated in our daily life. And if we'll do that, if we'll just trust God and stand on His Word, then we can know that something good is going to happen with our finances. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play, let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. Over 900,000 moms per year choose to abort their baby, and 85% of them are single moms. It's hard to choose life when you're feeling alone, but Embrace Grace has a goal to change that. Embrace Grace equips and empowers churches to start support groups around the nation and the world to walk alongside moms with unintended pregnancies. With over 400 support groups in churches around the nation, lives are being saved. Partner financially with Embrace Grace today. For just $25 per month, your gift can help train leaders of a church to find moms that need help. For $100 per month, your gift can help reach and inspire more churches to start a group. And for $250 per month, your gift can launch a group at a church. Together, we can help her be brave and ensure that no single mom walks alone. Go to EmbraceGrace.com for more information on how you can partner with Embrace Grace to save them both. EmbraceGrace.com